We are joined right now by the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let me tell you about the year he's coming off of. Pro Bowl selection, offensive MVP of the Pro Bowl, top 10 in the league in passing and TDs this year, a Heisman Trophy winner, a two-time All-American. He led Tampa Bay to the NFC South title. He appears courtesy of Advanced Auto Parts. You know I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. Baker, I'm being real about it, man. You are one of the guys I really want to see this week, man. It is good <laughs> to finally see you in person and chop it up, man. How you doing? How you living? Doing great. Doing great. Been enjoying this, uh, this whole past year. Enjoyed the whole process, and now uh, just getting to enjoy this whirlwind here in Vegas. All right, let me ask you about the process in the year because we're talking about an amazing year. It starts with you signing with the Bucks. You got to compete for and win the starting job. You have the best year of your career. You lead the team to the playoffs. Given how challenging, man, the entire journey has been and the process, when you think back, dude, you fought for everything, as always. When you think back on this year, what are some of the images and emotions that come to mind? Oh, there's just so much, to be honest with you. Um, it, it just... My, my whole journey this is pretty sweet by the way yeah, cool right this is awesome um, no just my whole journey the ups and downs uh, like you like you mentioned having to fight for stuff having to earn it um, and for me having to earn the spot and then have the year that I had it, it I love that I love that having a scratch and claw for everything and um, just truly getting to enjoy it with the group down there in Tampa a, a great group of guys great organization that um, allowed me to be the best version of myself and, and so I, I'm thankful for that Baker Mayfield joining me on the set. You beat me to it. I was going to ask you about that because you've been talking about this all year long, how much you love the dudes in that locker room, how much you love those people. When did you first realize, man, and because not every locker room is like that, when did you first realize this is a special group and we could really achieve some great things? Yeah, so when I got there early OTAs, I I thought it was important uh, to get there for the whole thing, whole off-season program, but just seeing how close these guys were and a lot of the same key pieces that were there for the Super Bowl run and the deep playoff runs, so seeing how close the, the interactions were not only just on the offensive side of the ball but the offensive and defensive players interacting together so um just got to know some of those guys jamel dean vita vea uh, obviously our o-line guys immediately but just start to get to know them uh, on a personal level uh and chris godwin some of those some of those young guys as well but it's it just the way they had their relationship set up already it was so easy for me to come in and just integrate to the whole thing Baker Mayfield is joining us. I want to read you a quote from your coach. Todd Bowles said, quote, you can't imagine the things that you don't see on the field that he's done for us from a team standpoint, from a mentality standpoint, from a bringing guys together and bringing guys along standpoint. I mean, dude, that's really high praise from a head coach. (laughs) How would you describe your approach as a leader? I've always found it truly fascinating of, you know, the leadership aspect of a great leader always elevates the guys around him, whether it's play or inspiring them or somehow some way uh, and for me it's learning how guys are wired what makes them tick and understanding um, whether I need to put my arm around my, a guy right here or put my foot up a rear end of another one <laughs> it's just understanding like when in the timing of when to say certain things I've always found that so interesting and so for me it's the, the relationships on the field, on the field are going to come but it'll happen so much quicker if you get to know the person off the field and, and I truly enjoy that and it's not for uh, any sort of it's gotta selfish be authentic, factor. Right? It is. It is. I truly care about the, t- the teammates and the people I'm around. And, and so just getting to know them and, uh, yeah, just always having fun with it. Always 
you know, giving the equipment guys or the training staff, people in the building a hard time and uh, letting guys know that it's okay to have fun and smile every once in a while, but when it's time to work, we work. Baker Mayfield joining us. You know, that leadership was on full display. The team hit something of a low in the middle of the year, right? And yeah. then you go on that big run to end the regular season. I'm curious, what was your message as a leader when things were not going well in November? What were you telling guys? How did you keep everybody together when adversity hit? Yeah, um, so started out three and one, and then lost five of six. We're right. sitting at four and seven. Not not real pretty. Not exactly what we imagined. Um, for me, it was leaning on the other guys that had been there before. That it had been in the season that they actually won the Super Bowl. They were sitting at seven and five, and then wound up going on an unbelievable run to win. And so for me, trusting those guys that had been there before, but then telling everybody, hey, listen. And in reality, our division, we were all kind of sitting around the same record. So it's like, hey guys one game at a time if we fight for this we're going to be in a position to win the division and, and handle our own and control our own destiny and so um you can't ask for anything else other than that yeah it's not we don't want to be four and seven right now we should be at a better record we want to be but we still control our own destiny here's the thing you know this you don't need me to tell you this but what you do is even more important than what you say and the fact of the matter is you win the division title you thrash philadelphia in the wild card round you give detroit all they can handle in the next round you've played four playoff games in your career you put up numbers in every one of those games in other words the bigger the stage the better you play and it's been like that since college you can't say that about everybody what is it about the big moments that bring out the best in you um for me i th- I enjoy the preparation. I, I love the intensity of the matchup, everything that leads up to it, the build-up. You get fired up for it. And it's just it's an unbelievable opportunity when you get to compete on a national level, national stage uh, against some of the best opponents. You want to you wanna bring your A game. You want to you wanna have your best stuff. So I think the preparation, you even lock in even more, just the little details. And it's, it's fun to look back with the memories of the, of the preparation with your teammates and your guys and understanding if we're on the same page, we're going to create memories that are going to last a lifetime seems to me like, I mean, not every part of the job is going to be great. You're not going to love every part of the job. <laughs> well, I don't know, dude. Am I wrong? Do you love every part of the job? Like, there's got to be this element of, it's not like if you convince yourself and you reframe it, not like I have to, but I get to. Oh, absolutely. Right? Do you see it that way? Absolutely. And a, a big part of that for me this year was Dave Canales. He has that mentality. And so, that's exactly what Carolina is getting. But for me, it's I, talking to people this morning. I play football for a living. <laughs> That's a sick joke. Like, this is a game that I, I just love, and I'm getting to do this for uh, a job. And, and the only thing sicker than that is they pay me to talk to guys like you <laughs> who get to play football and get paid. That's even, that's even sicker a joke. But it's true. But, like, it's but, so but, but you fun. get it, right? Finish that thought. No, it, it's just so much fun. And so, like, uh, every once in a while, you know, you go into a, a Wednesday install day, and it's just long and grueling or whatever it is, or you wake up on Monday morning that's and you're crazy. sore as hell, and it, 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 then you realize, who else gets to do this? I mean, truly, at the quarterback position, there's 32 guys in the world that can say they're a starting quarterback at that time. And so um, it's an unbelievable blessing, and I, I try not to take that for granted ever. Baker Mayfield joining us. Baker, did you always know, like, for instance, the thing that impresses me most, I know you're a baller. I know you're tough. I know you can lead. But the way you handled all this, I mean, anybody else could have been really upset, really angry about being released by one team, traded by another. But it didn't seem like any of that ever got to you. Did you always know that, hey, man, I just need the opportunity. I just need the right situation. I know I'm that guy. I know I can still play at the level I played at this year. Did you ever doubt that? Uh, no, I, I knew I needed one of those opportunities at a great spot. But that's for me, there were frustrating times. I, I'd be lying if I said otherwise that I wasn't frustrated. But 
it, it took me back to the old saying, control what you can control. And a lot of those things, a lot of those variables were out of my control. And so for me, realizing that if I just go to work every day, do everything I can to put my head down and, and just grind and, and then be proud of the relationships that I kept along the way and the, those things that I built, um, I can be proud of that at the end of the day. And eventually I'll end up in a good spot and, and all that hard work, will uh, we'll see what comes to life. All right, so really quickly, what about the business of the business? I mean, you had an amazing year. You made it very clear. You're comfortable there. You love them. They love you. You are going to be a free agent. How are you going to approach that process? Do you want to stay there or do you owe it to yourself to look around and listen? Uh, there's a little give and take, um, but I, I love it there. I, I, I did love it there. Going into free agency last year, I had the mentality, I'm going to pick somewhere organizationally top down. They do it well. They're about winning because at that point in my career, that's all I wanted to do was, was have a chance to win and be in a good spot and enjoy it again. Um, so I'll have that mentality, but obviously I've seen what Tampa does firsthand. So, well, they, you know, they, the ball's in their court right now, um, but, yeah, the, the, we would love to be back there. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to ask you about advanced auto parts. I have one more thought for you, and this is further evidence of the way your mind works. You know, dude, if you stay in Tampa Bay, it's going to be your seventh offensive coordinator in seven years. I think it's, I mean, I think it's eight. Is it eight? I think it's eight, yeah. What, dude, what, what is that like? It, it's not something you'd hope for, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> You know, but, but you don't know any other way, though, dude. The thing no, is, that's kind of what it's your normal. It is. So, unfortunately, it is my normal. But for me, it's looking at the different systems, looking at the different coaches and how they teach it, and, and trying to not necessarily be like, oh, here's another one this year. Take away something from that system, how they coach it, how they approach that system, and try and learn from that. And so um, each you know, situation is an opportunity to learn and, and grow from there. I lied, dude. One more thought. What about the Rams? <laughs> you dropping down with the Rams midweek and not even knowing where the locker room was and then going out on Thursday night and winning. Yeah. Dude, that was incredible. What was that game in that week like for you? Oh, a whirlwind. I mean, my goodness. We were on – we had a bye week when I was in Carolina. I was in Cabo San Lucas when I was getting word that Carolina was possibly going to make me inactive. Um, and so I get back to Charlotte and – Las Ventanas or El Dorado Club what? A little bit of everything down I there. You. Yeah. I see you working. A few margaritas, sand, right. sand, feet you, didn't go, sand. you didn't go to the office, did you? Uh, no. No, 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 no. You know that place? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, do. I do. Not this time. I do. Not this time. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Go ahead. Finish, <laughs> You're good. Finish. I love Cabo. Finish the thought. <laughs> Same. Um, and so we get back to Charlotte, find out, um, you know, they're not going to be active. They're like, all right, we want to help you out. I'm like, okay, you want me to ask if I want to be released? Okay, whatever. I'll do it. Um, and not the unknown of... Like, waiver wire hits at 4 Eastern on a Tuesday. And looking at the order of it, I'm like, I think I need to go to L.A. (laughs) I book a flight and go out there. I get a call at 4 Eastern. I'm in in the Charlotte airport boarding a plane to LAX. And I get a call from Les Need and Sean McVay. Get out there, and and two days later, how am I playing in a football game? I have no (laughs) idea. I still, that's one of those things that I still look at. I'm like, that's not real. Dude, was that just a blur? Yes. Yeah. So, so how did you do it? How did you approach it? How did you do it? I studied like I've never studied for anything before um, and just sat down with those guys immediately when I got in and stayed up for quite a while studying the plays, showed up the next day for uh, walkthrough, and I thought Sean was joking when I was like, hey, go get some reps in the walkthrough. Like, what are you talking about? And so he made sure my cadence was the same as what they had been doing all year, went from there, uh, and just studied all day. And luckily, Thursday night game, 
Um, just kept studying throughout throughout the whole day and then rode down to SoFi with Sean on the day of the game and um, somehow made it work. You know, like it's like midterms or finals, man, when you don't study all quarter long and all of a sudden you're <laughs> freaking out like, man, i got to pull two, all, two all-nighters and get it done. As you can tell, dude, I've been looking forward to talking to you. You're working with Advanced Auto Parts this week. What yep. are you doing with those folks? So obviously, we're here for the Super Bowl, but uh, even bigger Sunday is the following Sunday. February 18th is National Car Battery Day. Mm. Yeah, a little fun fact for you guys that didn't know that. Um, <laughs> But it, that is fun, dude. The, the campaign for advanced auto parts is false starts kill drives. And so, obviously, when you talk about football, you know how frustrating false starts are. But uh, if you have a dead car battery, that's also extremely frustrating. So what we got going on here is if you register at aapfalsestarts.com before the Super Bowl, you get a chance to win a free car batteries for life. So that's not the length of your car life. It's the length of your life. So pretty sweet gig. But there's got to be one false start in the, in the Super Bowl. So... Hopefully the nerves are there. We don't want a sloppy game. Just one false start and we'll be good. Just one, right? Yeah, just one. That's All it a takes is one. Baker, I got to tell you, man, like I said, it lived up to the hype. I've been looking forward to this. I appreciate you. Thanks for taking so much time, man. It appreciate was great, it. great to get caught up, man. Thanks so much. Thank you. Baker Mayfield, if you need him, that was a lot of fun. And, yes, I've been looking forward to that one for a long time.